ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. God. To our God. Oh. 
expecting a loud hand clap. I was expecting a bigger hand clap. Tonight, we've come before the presence of the Lord. And um, for many weeks, I think for over eight to ten weeks, I was sharing on backsliding. And uh, today, I'm beginning a new series. A new series titled, How to be Born Again and Avoid Hell. How to be born again and avoid hell. This is a very beautiful book, powerful book. It lays a solid foundation for the faith of any believer. And we thank God for Bishop Dagwood Mills, whose heart is for the souls of men. But I'm sure somebody is asking, but pastor, why? Is this a crusade? <laughs> is this a crusade? We are born again, so move on to something bigger. My dear friend, I am not moving on to anything bigger. There is nothing bigger than your salvation. And you see, many believers today do not understand their salvation. Many Christians lack the fundamentals that make for a believer's salvation. Salvation is a subject that is very, very less talked about. You are likely to hear a message on prosperity, advancement, increase, enlargement, abundance, prosperity and not hear a word about salvation. So, I want to turn your Bible to Hebrews chapter 2 verse 3. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse number 3. The King James Bible says, How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard them. How shall we escape if we neglect? Now note the word neglect. You neglect something when it is not thought about. It is not talked about. It's not brought into the picture, but it is around and it's supposed to be a part of your life. Salvation should be a part of our discussions. We must talk about our salvation. Actually, when you meet your friend, you must ask your friend, are you still saved? There's a song like that. I'm still saved. Today's believer has neglected salvation. And the Bible says that if we neglect salvation, we shall not escape. There's no escape route for you. Escape from what? Escape from hell. You cannot escape hell. You cannot escape the wrath of God. You cannot escape the evil that is already headed for you. I want you to know today that the only thing that brings you very close to a human being is your salvation. Only salvation coming to Christ is what brings you close to a human being. 
close to the will of God for your life. Anybody who neglects salvation has neglected God's plan, has neglected God's will, has neglected God's purposes for his life. That is why today I'm preaching from chapter 1 of this book. And the title is Greater Love. Greater Love. Clap your hands at home for Greater Love. Oh, I can't hear your hand clap from the eastern region. Clap your hands for greater love. John chapter 15, verse number 12. John 15, verse 12 to 14. This is my commandment, that ye love one another. As I have loved you, as I have loved you, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. Ye are my friends if ye do whatsoever I command you. The great love of God will change your life forever. This love is greater than anything found on earth. Many of you are used to love. You hear people say, I love you. I love you. I'm loved. I love you. Love, love. And for, for many people, they live to hear that word. There are some sisters who have never heard, I love you from any man. But I came with good news for you. <laughs> I said, there are some sisters who have never heard, I love you, baby. But God sent me tonight with a message that there is a love that is greater than a man or a boy's love. You see, your salvation was delivered on the platter of God's love. John 3.16 John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him. Should not perish. But have everlasting life. Today. I want you to listen to me very carefully. Whether you are born again or you are not born again. Because you need to understand your salvation. We can talk about everything. But when we fail to talk about salvation, we stand the risk of entering hell and never being able to escape that future, that destiny that awaits us. I want you to open your heart today and enjoy the great love that is coming to you in this sermon. You need to understand that when you are saved, it means that you have enjoyed a great love. God's love for you is manifested in your salvation. I want to read that verse again. This is my commandment, John 15 and verse number 12. That ye love one another. As I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this. That a man laid down his life for his friends. Greater love hath no man than this. I want to share in a few minutes. Seven things you should know. About greater love. Yes. Seven things you should know. About this, this love. God. Brought to you. If you are listening. And you are not born again. It means you are missing something. More powerful than anything. You will find on earth. Number one. 
there are different kinds of love. But Jesus' love is the greatest. Obviously. Anything God has to give you must be the greatest. God has a special kind of love. Which is the greatest of love in existence. And tonight, I'm going to be talking about love. Tonight is a night of love. So it's a night of love. A love that is greater than any other love. In 1 John chapter 3 verse 1, the Bible says, Behold, what manner of love the Father had bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Think about it. Instead of being called a thief, instead of being called a jailbird, instead of being called a fornicator, instead of being called a wicked man, you are rather called the son of God. Clap your hands for the love God gives us, which makes someone like you, a thief, a bad and a wicked man, now bear the name of the son of God. Behold, what manner of love. And I, 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 I'm happy God has sent me to tell you this because many times we take great things for granted. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Ephesians 2, verse 4. But God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us. Once again, look at that. The love is great. Even when we were dead in sins had quickened us together with Christ. If you are sitting in your house, driving your car, listening to me as a born again Christian, I want to inform you that the love you have received is a great love and you must not joke with it. You must not take it for granted. You must not play the fool with that love. It's very expensive. In 1 John chapter 4 verse 16, the Bible says, And we have known and believed the love that God had to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God. And God in him. Herein is our love made perfect. That we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Ladies and gentlemen, a day is coming. It's called the day of judgment. And on that day, when you stand before God, it won't be because you, you are an architect. It won't be because you are a singer. It won't be because you are a pastor. It will be because you received that love of God and accepted it and turned around as a born again believer by the blood of Jesus. The love. Point number one, I repeat. There are different kinds of love. But Jesus' love is the greatest. Even on earth, we see different kinds of love. One day, a sister had a beloved. Beautiful relationship. And they were, you know, beloved those. But they were always quarreling, fighting. One day, the brother said, you know something? Enough is enough. I can't continue this relationship. So he broke up with the girl. She was heartbroken. She was sad. She went to her pastor. And the pastor consoled her. And said, one day, God is going to give you another beloved. True to prophecy. From nowhere, a brother appeared. Hey. And they began to beloved those. Anybody without a beloved in the service, somebody is in Zambia, you are believing God for a beloved. Receive one now. Receive one. Yes. I'm sharing beloveds. But now I'm in East Africa. As they were beloved those, 
that is the sister and this new guy. One day the pastor met the girl and asked the lady, How is it? Are you still fighting? <laughs> the lady smiled and said, The love I'm experiencing now is far nicer and greater than the love I had with my former beloved. I never knew there could be such love. Today, they are married with children. In other words, what the girl was experiencing, even on earth, among human beings, there are different kinds of love. And one love is greater than the other. Ladies and gentlemen, the love of Jesus cannot be compared to any beloved's love. It is the greatest of all. Receive that love in the name of Jesus. Number two. The love of Jesus is greater than the love of brothers. Brothers love themselves. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse number 22. Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren. See that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently. Normally we know brothers, blood brothers, biological brothers, love themselves. But the love of Jesus is greater than the love of your brother at home. Sometimes even there are brothers who don't talk. Yes. There are brothers who don't talk. Even spiritual, in the church, there are spiritual brothers, Christian brothers, Crefe brothers and Crefe sisters, who love themselves. But the love of Jesus is greater than the love of a Crefe brother. One day, a Christian brother had a sickness that required a kidney transplant. So, the Christian brothers and sisters gathered to pray that somehow God would make a way and intervene. As they were praying, they realized that, no, we must do more than just pray. One of us must donate his kidney. <laughs> Who will donate? The place became quiet. No sister. No brother. The leader himself was quiet. Then the leader had an idea. He said, I'm going to throw a feather, a bed, the feather of a bed, in the air. Let's all remain at the same place. If the feather falls on you, you are the one donating your kidney. So the brother went to look for a feather. And he threw it up in the air. Then the feather began to come down. Slowly. Then it began to come towards the leader of the prayer meeting. As it was coming, the brother was dodging it. The brother who had said no one should move, he was the one dodging it. <laughs> because he did not want to donate his kidney. But God sent his son, Jesus Christ, who did not just give his kidney or his liver, but he gave himself. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no brother's love that compares to the love of Jesus Christ. That's the greater love I'm talking about. And if you are here, you are a believer, and you have that love, I want you to know that you have got something very great. Number three, we are closing. The love of Jesus is greater than the love of women. Shakatabaya. <laughs> you know, there are many songs which have been written about love and women. A lot of most songs are full of love. Love, love, love. There's, there's, there's a song we used to sing back then, back, back in the day. It's called Killing Me Softly. <laughs> 
I mean, the love is killing me softly. <laughs> but even though love of women has been sung and talked about and written in poems, the same love of women has led to many miseries, many heartbreaks in relationships. Second Samuel chapter 1 verse 26 said, I'm distressed for thee, my brother Jonathan. Very pleasant hast thou been unto me. Thy love to me was wonderful. Passing the love of women. In Genesis 29 verse 18, the Bible says, And Jacob loved Rachel. Genesis 29 verse 18. And Jacob loved Rachel. And said, I will serve thee seven years for Rachel, thy younger daughter. A man who is prepared to be a houseboy for seven years. To get the love of a girl. (laughs) And he served. Now, you see, if you are a woman, you will not understand. But a man, when a man sees a woman, even, even the shape of the body alone can create disturbances in the homeostatic mechanisms. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. I'm talking about greater love tonight. Yes. If you follow that love, if a man, if you see a round one you like, a slim one you like, a short one you like, a tall one you like, you will be surprised that there is no love that can sustain you. One brother in the university was asked, I mean, how many girlfriends do you have? He said, I have two. I said, now I have cooled down. But when I was in senior high school, I had AIDS. He tried and tried and tried and realized that there was no... You see, a, a man's attention span for a woman is very short. He just sees this today. He likes that he moves tomorrow. He moves one with a longer hair, shorter hair, one with Sakura hair. No hair. Oh, man. That's why God sent a son. Because no woman can satisfy the love of a man. But Jesus, my Savior, for 2,000 years, his love has sustained the world. His love has, 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 has broken the chains. His love has brought men and women from the shackles of the devil. The greater love of God. Yes, that love has lasted through the centuries and has persisted. Today, I want to announce to you that God sent his son. And if you are a believer and you have that love, it's very important that you don't neglect it. Every day, have in mind that you have a salvation you must care about. Number four, the love of Jesus is greater than the love of a nation. People love their nations. People love their countries. You see people who are, who have, if you go to America, you see it a lot. They have got flags. They are patriotic. A lot of houses have got the American flag. But I know here in Africa, Chale, even though we all love our country, but sometimes when the things becomes very, very, very difficult, you abandon your country and go and get a citizenship somewhere. If you go to, if you go to London, there are many Ghanaians who are no more Ghanaians. Sometimes when you travel and you are coming to the airport, you get to the airport, you see a brother, he can't even speak English, but he has a British passport. Hey! Hey! Hmm. Sometimes there is a, a man is called Kwabna Ofosu, but in his in his in his uh, 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 European Union passport is called Abna Sewa, because the white man doesn't know that Abina is a girl in Africa. 
Ladies and gentlemen, no matter what love you have for your country, there is a certain love that is greater than the love a man has for his country. There will always be a time you will abandon your country when things go tough. Abina. Abina. But the love of Jesus is far greater than the love anyone can have for his country. Today I want to talk to you that God loves you. God cares about you. God, God sent his son. If you are in this service and you are not properly born again, I tell you, you are missing a love that is greater than your brother's love. You are missing a love that is greater than your wife, your husband, your beloved, your country's love. Number five, the love of Jesus is greater than the love of a mother for her children. Isaiah 49 verse 15. Isaiah 49 verse 15. Can a woman forget her second child? Isaiah 49 verse 15. Can a woman forget her second child? That she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget. Yet, I will not forget thee. Ladies and gentlemen, a mother can forget her baby. Yes. A mother can be pregnant for nine months. Give birth and abandon the baby for something bigger. There are stories in the newspapers of babies who were found on rubbish dams, in toilets, at, at, at the back of houses. Even when a woman can, can give birth after nine months of pregnancy, because that is possible, the love of a mother for a woman cannot be compared to the love of God for you and for me. Yes. We know women love their children. Every woman we know loves their children. But there are times women have abandoned their children. But I'm here to inform you that God will not abandon you. The love of God is bigger and greater and nicer than the love of a mother. Number six. The love of Jesus. Is greater love because he sacrificed himself for us. First John chapter 3, verse 16. Turn your Bibles to First John 3:16. First John 3:16. Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brethren. Revelations chapter 1 verse 5. Revelations chapter 1 verse 5. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, Ladies and gentlemen, the love of Jesus is greater love because he sacrificed himself. That's the love. He was prepared to die for his friend. You don't find that everywhere. Few people, if any, will be ready to die for his friend or a friend. Never. One day, there was a man who married a nice wife. And every day he was writing poems. And telling the wife, I love you. Sometimes he will kneel down and look into her eyes. And say, when I look into your eyes, I see the stars through your eyes. Beautiful house. Always singing love songs. Ladies and gentlemen, one day, they moved from where they were staying to another area. They moved everything. The first night, armed robbers came to the house. 
Remember, they had just moved to a new area. So the, the woman had emptied her deep freezer. There was no chicken. There was no fish. Had everything. I mean, everything was everywhere. They heard the sound of the gun. Boop, 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 boop. Open the door. Before the man could respond or not respond, he spotted the deep freezer. And went and jumped into the deep freezer. And the thieves broke into the house. Beat the wife. Did all manner of things I can't say in a microphone. Stole the things they could steal. And left. As soon as they left, the husband came out of the deep freezer. And came to the wife and said, please forgive me. I've sinned against you. I still love you. I still care about you. Ladies and gentlemen, when Jesus met the devil, he did not jump into a deep freezer. He didn't run away. He stood and faced the devil. He, 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 told, he told the devil, this guy is going to come behind me. I am the one you must face. And he faced the devil. He, 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 he overcame him. He chained him and took him down to Hades on your behalf. That's the Jesus we are serving. And tonight, I want you to know, that many times when evil comes, that's when you see a man's true nature. But my Jesus did not abandon us. I said, my Jesus did not abandon us. Clap your hands for Jesus. He faced the armed robber. There's no armed robber as wild as the devil. But Jesus faced him and gave him a certain mind and a certain a certain fight that the devil would never forget number seven number seven you shall not escape if you neglect such a great love hebrews chapter two and verse three hebrews chapter two and verse three turn your bible hebrews two and verse three hebrews two and verse three how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation which at first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. Ladies and gentlemen, today if you are listening to me, it means God's great salvation has come to you. And look at it again. You cannot escape this great salvation. There's nothing else. Many times, opportunities come to us. Opportunities to know God. Opportunities to bow our knees and give ourselves to God. Somebody here, you are already born again. But you need to get deeper in God and you are playing the fool with your salvation. You see, there's always a time you wake up to the realities of life and sometimes the opportunity may not be there again. That's what the Bible says. Today, today, if you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Today, today, always, it's not tomorrow. It's that today, if you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Because there are some opportunities, when you miss them, they never come your way again. When you miss them, it's over. As I end this service and end this message, I want you to know that if you are not born again, today can be a day you will be born again. Today, 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 today. You can, you can turn around and face a totally new direction for your life. And if you are born again also, today is the day to rededicate your life to be more serious about your salvation. More serious about your salvation. Because today is the day. Today is the day. I said today is the day. I don't know why I could have preached 10,000 sermons, other sermons. But why God sent me to preach from this book how you can be born again and avoid hell. 
God had you in mind, even though you are born again, because he can see that you are trying to neglect your salvation. You are neglecting your salvation. Ladies and gentlemen, I remember a lady, a very beautiful lady, who was in a university. More beautiful than the sun in the sky. And you know men, when they see a nice girl, they can't control themselves. So from first year, second year, third year, the university students were always proposing. Proposing. They would write letters. And this beautiful girl, more beautiful than the sun, would get the letter and go to her friends and read the letter and laugh. So when they see the boy, they say, that's the guy, that's the guy, he's the guy. No, in the one, yes, 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 in the red shirt, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> first year, laughing. When I say first year, you say laughing. First year, second year, third year, fourth year, then he finished the university. First class. Suddenly it dawned on her that there's always a time a window of opportunity for you to take advantage of a blessing. Suddenly, the girl left the university and there was no beloved. No beloved. She was now growing. 35, 38, 40. Hey! No beloved was coming. Then she began to foreskin. And at a certain time, the proper men are all married. Is there some sanquas you may get? So the girl, one day, this lady, true story, she went to a church. And fortunately for her, the pastor was not married. A young, handsome pastor, about her age. She joined the choir instantly. And forced to be a frontliner so that the reverend will notice her. Lord have mercy. She sang in the car for eight months. No response. They said, No. She's going to join the worship team that used the tambourines to dance around. Hey! She joined the worship team, the tambourine. So sometimes when the pastor says now, she'll go to the pastor and be dancing. And the pastor was just looking at her. She tried and tried. Finally, in her desperation, she went to the pastor and said, I love you. I want to marry you. The pastor said, I am not interested. My dear friend, it was the university days. Those were the days she had the chance to choose a beloved. Always, if you miss your opportunity, you may desire it one day. Like the five foolish virgins. They knocked. But the door was closed. Sometimes when you are traveling. When you are in the town. In a city. You see that your, 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 your petrol tank is half. Instead of stopping at a goal to fill. So I'll get one. I'll get some. I'll get some. I'll get some. I'll get some. And you go and go. Realize that at the time. There is no filling station anymore. There's no filling station. Sometimes we'll even meet the places where they sell the fuel in bottles. You pass them. You won't buy. Then you go to another place where they pump it. It's called gao, 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 gao. <laughs> gao, gao. You won't buy. You left Goyle. You left Shell. You left Texaco. You left the bottles. You left the gao gao. And now there's nothing on the road. You are alone in the dark. And there's no fuel. Then you wish that you had bought even the gao gao that was behind you. Ladies and gentlemen. Tonight is somebody's opportunity. I'm talking about your salvation. I'm talking about your heart. I'm talking about your life. That today if you are hearing my voice. Harden not your hearts. Everyone standing. I want you to bow your heads. 
I'm going to pray for two groups of people tonight. Next week, I'm preaching from chapter 2 of this book. Let me give you the advance notice. Next week, God willing, the title is, Don't be surprised that you must be born again. Don't be surprised that you must be born again. I'll tell some of you next week, don't be surprised that you must rededicate your life to Christ. Don't be surprised. Tonight is a night of salvation and I came to you all the way from the Oyibi Hills here that God is interested in you. He sent his son and beyond his son, he sent me to you. And as every head is bowed, every eye is closed, I want you to pray with me. Lift your two hands. That's the first group. And say after me, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, today, today, I surrender my life to you. I surrender my life. I bow my knees to you. I bow my knees. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for my sins. I've done many bad things. Because I've gone far from you. And I'm very dirty. Please wash me. With the blood of Jesus. Please wash me. Please cleanse me. With the blood of Jesus. Make me pure. Make me new. Today. I return to you. And I ask you. To be my master. To be my lord. To be my savior. I am born again. I am born again. My life will never be the same again. Now say after me. Satan. Listen to me carefully. Today. I've met Jesus. He's my lord. He's my master. He's my savior. You are not my master. Out of my life. Out of my life. Out of my life. I will serve God. And he alone. Will I worship? I will serve him. I will live for him. I will walk with him all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord, for my salvation. In Jesus' name. If you are in this service and you backslidden, or you are not serious with your salvation, in other words, you have neglected your salvation. I tell you, there's a problem ahead of you. But I'm happy God sent me tonight with this message. Every hand lifted. I'm praying now. A prayer of rededication. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you that you saved me some time ago. But please forgive me. I have played with my salvation. I've not taken my salvation seriously. Please forgive me. Please have mercy on me. Please wash my sins and make me pure. Please receive me. I return to you like the prodigal son. I return to you. Please receive me. I want to live with you. I want to live for you. I want you to be my master and my lord. I know I'm not turning back again. I know I'm not joking again with my salvation. I thank you. I thank you for receiving me. For receiving me. You are merciful. You are kind. And I'm grateful. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands wherever you are in South Africa. Wherever you are in Cape Coast. Wherever you are in Accra. Wherever you are at Teshi. Clap your hands in London. Clap your hands wherever you are in America. God bless you. The greater love. The love you have. Nothing can compare with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with that love. It's the best you have. And next week, we are coming on. This season is how to be born again and avoid hell. Bring a friend into the service. Somebody you know who is not born again. Invite the person. Go and set up a watch party. Invite the person to the watch party. And through you, somebody will be saved. And your life will never be the same again. In Jesus name. Clap your hands for Jesus.